Welcome back to this week's episode of Breaking Apostolic Taboo. This is the week where we do our Bible study. So we hope you enjoy this week's episode of A Kingdom of Misfits, written by Bailey Romans, which you can buy off of Amazon.com. Look up A Kingdom of Misfits, giving you every reason why God can and will use you by Bailey Romans, or click the link in our link tree below. Can't wait for this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the study series here at Breaking Out Slot Taboo. Let's jump into it. We are in lesson five, Misfit Easily Drawn Astray Solomon. David reigned as king for 40 years. After his reign, his son Solomon was crowned as king. Some of us might know Solomon as the man who wrote the book Song of Solomon or the guy who had 700 wives from the Bible. Along with the Song of Solomon, he also wrote the books of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. I was introduced to him as the king who compared a woman's hair to a flock of goats in Song of Solomon 4 and 1. I love Mark Lowry. Back in the 80s, he wrote a song called If Solomon Could Say It, Baby, Baby, Why Not Me? And it because <laughs> your nose is like a tower, legs like cedar trees, your hair is like a flock of goats, pomegranates are in your cheeks. Anyways, there's a whole song about it. Uh, you should go look it up in your pastime. But that's how I was first introduced to Solomon. Most people don't regard Solomon as the wisest man to live, but the Bible tells us differently. Solomon's wisdom was God given. The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto unto thy servant, David my father, great mercy, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great people? And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee wise and understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee which thou hast not asked. And if thou wilt walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments, as thy father David did, walk. Then I will lengthen thy days. 1 Kings 3, 5-14 through 14. At the beginning of Solomon's reign, he approaches God with meekness and humility. He acknowledges his flaws instead of trying to hide them. I imagine Solomon saw how his father struggled during his reign as king. I can picture David telling his son's stories of Saul and how he ruled the nation of Israel with disregard for God. Solomon decides that his reign will be different. He doesn't want to rule like the previous king. Can we do the same? Can we look at the world, churches, pastors, preachers, and teachers and say, I want to do better. I want to be different. Solomon is wise, but his wisdom does not exclude him from experiencing life's problems. He has a downfall, and his gift from God cannot change his flesh. But King Solomon loved many strange women, together with the daughters of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonites, 
Zidonians, Hittites, of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go into them, neither shall they come in unto you. For surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clave unto these in love. 1 Kings 11, 1-2 Solomon loved many women. In fact, he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines in 1 Kings 11 and 3. All his wives came from tribes the Lord told the Israelites not to associate with. While marrying all the wives he did may have been good politically, it entangled him with their gods. A quote from Raymond Woodward. And they turned away his heart, for it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods. And his heart was not perfect with the Lord, his God, as was the heart of David, his father. In 1 Kings 11, 3-4. In 1 Kings 11, the same king that restored peace to Israel has now covered the hillsides with altars for the pagan gods of his wives. Solomon now becomes responsible for Israel's long descent into self-destruction. You can read the rest of 1 Kings to find out exactly what happened to Israel and Solomon after this, but that is not what we want to focus on. Solomon's love is used to depict God's love for the church and how we, the church, should love God. No, not the love for his 700 wives and concubines, but for his first love, the Shulamite girl. This is very much a Cinderella story. Servant girl and a king fall in love and live happily ever after. The story of Solomon and the Shulamite girl shows how we lowly, abused, tired, broken, and hurt people like us have a king that loves us, who looks at us and says, Thou art all fair, my love. There is no spot in thee. Song of Solomon 4.7 How amazing is it that God used this love story to show his love toward us? Solomon forsook his first love for the love of women who brought chaos and brokenness to his kingdom. This happens a lot in our churches today. We see ministries, ministers making members feel comfortable rather than telling them hard truths. We also do this to ourselves, having all the knowledge of God's word and only wanting what doesn't hurt. God gives us understanding to help us navigate this world. If we start letting the world influence our decisions, we start to become like Solomon, living in peace for a short period of time until we let things creep in and suddenly our hillsides are full of altars for other gods. Despite all the things Solomon did wrong, God still used him. God saw his love for the Shulamite girl and thought of us. Solomon would ultimately fail as king and and takes the nation of Israel down with him. While this is not a picture-perfect ending, it exemplifies how easily someone can be drawn astray from what they know to be right. Solomon did amazing things during his reign. One big thing was the completion of the temple. When I look at the story of Solomon, I can say, if he can use Solomon, he can use me. So, at the end of every lesson, we always ask the two questions. How do you relate with Solomon? And how does Solomon help you realize that you can still be used? I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you want to go get a book and support our missions trip, click the link in the bio and it'll take you there. Um, Thank you so much for listening this week. Have a good week and see you next time. Let's start talking. Thank you.